0: Um, Today's Bible study uh, is going to be on being born again and baptism. And so with that, if you have your Bibles, please turn to John chapter 3. And we'll read 1 through 5. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Can he enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? And Jesus answered, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. All right, brothers and sisters. Now, this is the true, I'm going to give you the true understanding of this with the help of the Holy Spirit. You see, when he says being born of water, okay? Everyone that is born a human birth is surrounded with water in the woman's uterus. And then the water breaks and the baby comes out and is born. And then the Lord is telling Nicodemus and all of you that are listening, But unless you are born of the Holy Spirit, meaning filled with the Holy Spirit, brothers and sisters, you will not see the kingdom of God. You will not go to heaven. So it's imperative that we not only believe that Jesus, Yeshua, that's how you say Jesus in Hebrew, was part of God, came down here in human form, incarnated in human form, to die a painful and suffering death for you and me. Be the sacrificial lamb and so that we are washed with the blood of Jesus. Amen. Okay? You have to believe that. John 3, 18 tells us if you do not believe, you're already condemned. That means you're already going to hell. doesn't matter what you do after that, right? Okay, so that's the first step. You have to believe, but you have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So we'll look more deeply in... How to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And we're turning to the book of Acts, chapter 2, verse 38. And it reads, Then Peter said to them, Repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, brothers and sisters, this is the gospel. The whole New Testament is the gospel. The first four books, and this one being included, is the gospel of Jesus. And here it is telling you that you need to be baptized in the name of Jesus. Anybody baptizes you in any other name is no good. And it's telling you that you need to repent. Now, to repent means to turn from your sinful ways to change, to put on that new man or woman and start living for Jesus. Amen? Amen. All right. So now I want to turn, follow me over to the book of Mark. In chapter eight, verse 38, it says, "'For whoever is ashamed of me and my words, in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him the Son of Man also will be ashamed when he comes in his glory of his Father with his holy angels. You may be sitting here and you say, well, Brother Joe, I have repented and I do have the Holy Spirit in me and I have the love of Jesus. And when the poor person is asking for food, I give it to him. And it's true, that's how you know. If you believe that Jesus died for your sins and arose, you have repented, changed from your sinful ways, and He has renewed your mind completely, renewed your heart in a pure, circumcised heart, and you have Jesus inside of you with His Holy Spirit, you'll have that love and you'll help that person. But brothers and sisters, if you have failed to obey God, because God is telling you, in 2 Timothy, I believe it's chapter 3, it tells us all scripture is written in the inspiration of God. This is God's word. We believe all of it. And it's instructing us that we not only repent to receive the Holy Spirit, but we are to be baptized in the name of Jesus. So if you have put this off, maybe because you're ashamed. I mean, I can really think of only two reasons why a born again Christian would not get baptized. Laziness or they're ashamed. You know, when I was in Israel last time, I met a a Palestinian Christian. He said he's a Palestinian Christian, but he keeps it secret from his friends and relatives because they're all Muslims. Well, God doesn't want that brothers and sisters, right? I mean, yeah, we're gonna get persecuted and they get persecuted there. I learned that. There's another brother in Christ there named uh, Pastor Eliev, he's a youth pastor. He didn't hide his, his religion, his beliefs in Jesus, Yeshua. Two times he was, he had signed a document to rent a home. And then when they found out that he was a believer in Yeshua, they said, you can't move in. Even after he signed the contract. Then they burned his car up, which was parked a block from the police station. Yeah, there's persecution, but he's not going to deny Jesus. He's not going to no go get baptized. He will get baptized. I'm sure he has been baptized and he is proclaiming Jesus Yeshua and proud of it. Yet the other man that I met, and there's even a second one, is fearful to hurt their feelings that they won't like them anymore. Well, brothers and sisters, I know that many of you have lost friends when you became a Christian. You know that the people that like to get drunk and party don't want to be your friend anymore because you don't do that anymore. Praise God. You don't need friends like that. Scripture says "To that evil company will corrupt good habits, right? So you, when you become a Christian and you continue your walk with Jesus, you need to separate yourself from people who sin because they more than likely will cause a person a Christian to sin versus you change them. You understand. All right. So now we move over to, follow me over to the book of Acts chapter 8. And uh, I'll fill in uh, a little background what we're going to read about. Now, there's this uh, eunuch from Ethiopia. And the Holy Spirit tells Philip, who's a man of God, a deacon in the church to run to his, his cart. He doesn't know why, but the Holy Spirit has put his own heart to do it. So he does. When he gets there, the eunuch is reading the old Hebrew text, Isaiah, who is a prophet. And, he's, and he says, do you understand what you read? And he says, how can I unless somebody explains it to me? So, Philip gets into the cart with him, the carriage, and this is where we pick it up. Philip, and just to let you know too, the the passage is describing Jesus, Yeshua. It's predicting Jesus, Yeshua coming, all right? And so, we pick it up in verse 35 through 38. Then Philip opened his mouth and beginning at scriptures, preaching Jesus to him. Now, as they went down the road, they came to some water. And the eunuch said, See, here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? And then Philip said, If you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ, is the Son of God. Amen. That's your requirement. That's what you have to, you have to believe that Jesus Christ is your Savior to be baptized. And if you don't, you don't qualify to be baptized. You understand? And in 38, it reads, So he commanded the chariot to stand still. And both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water and he baptized him. Amen. So when, if you haven't been baptized, be prepared, okay? The man of God that's baptizing you is going to be instructed through the Holy Spirit to ask you, do you believe that Jesus came down from heaven in human form to die for your sins and was buried in a rose? And you need to answer yes. And if you don't, you're not qualified. You understand? All right. And hopefully too, The pastor or brother in Christ that is is doing this has instructed you prior that you need to repent. Because remember the scripture in Acts 2.38. It says, repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus and you shall receive the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. So the last passage we will read. Turn to Romans chapter 6 verses 3 and 4. Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus, were baptized into His death? Therefore, we were buried with Him through baptism into death. That just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, Even so, we also shall walk in newness of life. Amen, brothers and sisters. And that means we will be with our Lord and Savior, Yeshua, Jesus, forever and ever and ever. Amen. You see, now the scripture's clear that we are buried when we're baptized and we are entrenched deep into water, okay? We're buried as Christ was buried. So you've heard of people or religions that will sprinkle water on somebody. That is not a true baptism. If that happened to you and you think you've been baptized, you haven't. You need to get baptized. The true way is to go underneath the water, emerge underneath the water, okay? Then come up. You have died with Christ and come up a new creature, a new man or woman, amen. Do you understand? It's a spiritual moment, brothers and sisters. I've done. I've I've baptized people in lakes, in pools of water, in the ocean, in rivers. Okay, any of those will work as long as you can go underneath and come up. And it's a spiritual moment, brothers and sisters. I have a, a video of one. The young lady just cried with joy, and most of them do. It's a spiritual moment for you, brothers and sisters. Don't deny the power of the Holy Spirit. Please do what the Lord, the Bible instructs you to do and get baptized if you believe in Jesus Yeshua. All right, brothers and sisters. All right. So I hope you are enriched today. And uh, remember always to pray up and read up every day and keep the love of Yeshua, Jesus in your heart. And we'll all be with our Lord and Savior someday forever and ever. Amen.